This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Spider-Man Far From Home. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you? Happy 4th. Happy 4th of July. You had, a, you had a good one? No. Did you watch any fireworks? No. Just making some here in the booth. Who cares about fireworks? What were some of your favorite fireworks growing up? Uh, Whistling Witch. I like the uh, smiling saber tooth and the and the walking Jude. What about the Roman candle? You were like those? Yeah. Psst, psst, psst. Get over here, Oz. If you're gonna be in this damn room, I don't want you smelling around. Um, that's Nick's uh, cat. You, you said that he couldn't come in. Now he's in here. You felt bad. Well, nobody else is home, so I figured. I know that you know what that means when no one else is home. What? No. Brown wall. Oh, oh, that's true. When no one's home. Nobody's going to be shitting. Uh, so today we're going to do Spider-Man Far From Home, a movie we saw about a week ago, have let it seep in a little bit. Now it's in theaters. Right, we saw it early. Saw it early, but weren't able to record a podcast for it in time. Instead, we delivered you Midsummer, which I know people were way more anticipating. Um, how's, the, how's the box office looking for Midsummer? Do you know? I know it's trailing hereditary, but... That's what they said? Yeah, but, I, you know, I try not to pay too much attention to the box office. You don't care about the box office. I care about it when it's films I care about, but I don't care about anything that's out there right now. I don't care about the box office, uh, the American box office. <laughs> I mean, when Godzilla came out, I was I was rooting for it. How'd that go? Um, but typically, I don't care, especially with all these awful Disney Disney movies. What do you mean Awful. What what's out now? Like Lion King is Lion King out yet? No, Aladdin. Aladdin and Toy Story. Ugh. Is Toy Story still connected to Disney? It is, right? It's Pixar. Yeah, yeah it's it all dumb. Um, I think right. There's some other dumb, or is it not? Yeah, it is. There's some other dumb thing out right now too, like Secret Life of Pets. It's all sorts of stupid. <laughs> the shit. sequel. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of summer summer uh, fanfare. It's shit. Men in Black International. <laughs> Did you see that? No. I mean, I know you're excited. It looks so bad. Um, but here we are at the movie Microscope, and if you aren't familiar with what the movie Microscope is, it's a show in which uh, we, we dissect a film intrinsically, and we really get subcutaneous down to the very vein, and we fly through the veins, and we discover those little moments that make a break. 
For example, if we were talking about the deceivers, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where a papier-mâché version of Pierce Brosnan acts the entire third act of the film. We'd be talking about the little moments, the moments that stick to your craw, dog. <laughs> the deceivers. Please explain. No. Speaking of the deceivers, the believers will be on here at some point soon. Oh, yeah. I'd, They're doing I'd, a Blu-ray special edition. I do know that. Because that had, had has a, a scene in it that, that haunted me. Pimple. The pimple. Yeah, of course. Uh, we have, we're going to corner the market on pimples that go bad here. Talk about the Manitou? Uh-huh. Is that the only one that we've done so far? Um, and then we know Outland. We did, Outland, Stephen Burkhoff. We did a Robert Davi film. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, yep. It's hard to call it a Robert Davi film. He's in it. For a uh, minute. He's not very long. Action Jackson. Yeah. Who of you guys had a fun time? Um, so so Spider-Man, here's the thing about Spider-Man Far From Home. My notes were left in a hotel room in, in Las Vegas. Justin took zero of them. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't take, I was going to rely on your notes. I d- and, and let's let's. And you took, you took copious, copious notes. Copious notes. Is that... We both said the word copious. All I did, though, all I did, I have to be honest, all I did was write Spider-Man sound effects of his webs from the comics. Thwip, thwip, spooked. You may hear fireworks in the distance. Mm-hmm. You may. Aunt May, speaking Depends of. Depends on if Takeshi to Katano is close enough. <laughs> did, you, did you like Aunt May in this? Let's start out right. Did I like Aunt May in this? Yeah, I didn't like her jeans. You thought she had mom jeans in this? She has a she has a she has a sister ass and mom jeans. <laughs> it's a bad combo. You ever think there was a sister ass <laughs> porno? <laughs> like Whoopi Goldberg, but sister act, but it was a sister yeah, ass. Of course, there had to be. Yeah, yeah. Nuns. Kathy, I'm in me. Um. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Um, anyway, you're you're wrong about those jeans. There's one shot where her ass is gratuitous in this in the frame. What? And I was three quarter hard. Swear, <laughs> she's wearing aunt jeans. If you're gonna say she's wearing mom jeans, she's wearing aunt jeans. But she still had a sister ass working around in there. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they paired her up with uh, John Favreau in this. They they made that. Uh, they decided that to go that route. There was a there's a love story. They this, went there. They went there. There's a love story in this uh, between, um, of course, uh, you know Peter Parker and Zendaya and Zendaya, but Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. And then there's a secondary love story. There's actually three because there's the Aunt May John Favreau love story, right? And there's uh, Peter's friend. We don't remember his name. Zoom oh, yeah. in. Yeah. Zoom in. Yeah. Uh, his chubby friend. Yeah. And then uh, he has a romance with uh, a classmate from... Um, nice Guys. Nice Guys. Yeah. And there's a romance between Tony Revioli's Flash Thompson and Spider-Man. There is. There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember very little about this movie. I'm hoping that I'm reminded as we speak. I wasn't a big fan of this movie. <laughs> Glad we're doing <laughs> getting that out early for the old listeners. Yeah. Um, well, Spider-Man is in it. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Zoom in. 
So one of the things I I thought was surprising was that his costume does go with him on the trip. Because in the trailer, it looks like he leaves his costume at home, and then then you see him skulking around later in that black costume. Right. But Aunt May actually packs it for him. Yeah. He doesn't leave his costume at home. His awesome costume. That was the one that Tony gave him, right? Though. Sure. Um, I have to say that this movie is getting a lot of positive um, tweets and posts. I am with you. I don't really think it was that. I mean, I don't know. We don't review the movies on the show. But, but it reflects on how we talk about them. I thought it was. I thought it wasn't as good as the last one. It certainly wasn't as good as the last one, mm-hmm. and it's not really up to snuff with most of the recent. I had heard a lot of, of uh, uh, this is the best Spider-Man movie. Not even close. It's in the top ten. When did uh, the animated Spider-Man movie come out? This year. So it's not or even the best. It, was it, I think it was this year. So it's not even the best Spider-Man movie this year. Maybe late last year. Okay. Um. I guess it's hard. What one thing that's tough for this movie is it, you know, Endgame. Uh, Pretty good was good. Good. It kind of wrapped up this huge arc and wrapped it up pretty well. And so then this movie comes out, and it doesn't have. It feels like it has um, a connection to that movie. Obviously, it's kind of doing some work, like the aftermath of what what Spider Man's feeling after that movie. But it yeah. also it's almost like it has to forge ahead. Yeah, with a new tone, or and, they took, and, they, and, they, and the snap has become the blip. Yeah, dumb, dumb. They they had they, there's a lot of attempts to, at humor in this that uh, don't work for me, and there's there's stuff that really does. There's some funny stuff that really does work for me. Absolutely, I don't mind the blip. I don't mind that. It just feels precious. It, you like know, a, like I, a I I think. Cute. Yeah, you know, once the half the world or however half the world disappears and then comes back, um, that's a very hard thing to write. And I think, like you know, the the after you know the how the world deals with that. And so Marvel just decides to make it a joke. Yeah, <laughs> they don't really, you know, it's all right. Makes it a little little jokey. But the premise of this film features are and, and obviously the film wants to lighten things up after Endgame but also mm-hmm. um, and that's part of what the problem is is their, their, their motive is pure to make just a standalone um, villain of the month teen oriented movie but at the same time we've grown accustomed to getting a little bit more bang for our buck or a little bit more uh, crackerjack writing and, and, and editing and storytelling I don't think it's all there but the premise features young young Peter Parker going on his school trip, mm-hmm. wanting to, to to put Spider Man behind him for a little while after the heavy events he's go, he's gone through, mm-hmm. and just be a kid for a while. He's suffering the loss of his mentor, mentor Tony Stark, that really weighs heavily on him throughout this whole film. Uh huh. You don't agree? I do. And he also is in love. He's got a crush. He's 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 head over. Uh, he's an he's idiot. What, he's, my if I zoom in, what? he's web over heels. Okay. The problem is is uh, they haven't interacted in any meaningful way to, to warrant love. Welcome to reality. Well, I mean, she's she's the coolest person that he knows. And then he uh, he's worried that he's not really on her radar. Is his buddy's name Ben? Ben Grimm? 
Ben. Ben. I don't think it's Ben because his uncle's Ben. Do you think his best friend would be Ben too? <laughs> What's his dumb a lot name? Of ben, a lot of Bens in his life. <laughs> <laughs> remember his cat Ben? Ben game. <laughs> I don't remember his. Ned. Uh, Ned. Mm. Ned. Almost Ben. Yeah. It shares a vowel. Zoom in. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man encountered an atomic, and an, and an an atomic N, dustbin in space. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that band. Ned's Atomic Dustbin? Um, what was their song? Do you remember no. it? No. No. No one does. Maybe. Not even them. Um, so he goes on this trip, and of course, Nick Fury can't get out of his fucking hair. There's a, a group of elementals <laughs> kicking, a, kicking ass all over the place, and uh, a mysterious villain. Right. Well, no. Well, Named Mysterio has shown up. He's not a villain. He's a hero. At the, in the oh, place. shit. Could have fooled me. Because when I was watching the trailer, I was like, holy shit, there's no way he's not the villain. Uh, well, I think everybody kind of knew, right? <clears throat> um, so he is battling these elementals. This There's a person from another world named, named, what's his name in the movie? Quentin something? Yeah. Quentin Drake or something? Quentin Crisp. Different guy. Let's just say his name is Quentin Drake. I don't think that's his name. Okay, but he's an <clears throat> he's a visitor from another world with a like a, a spacesuit with a bubble on it, yeah. and and he fights the elementals. He fights. He protects these uh, towns from destruction. Not really. He sort of does because uh, there are casualties. Um, and then then you know it, it, this uh, interferes with Spider Man's trip, his, his his school trip. So what Where do ha- they go originally? They go all over the place. They go to France? They go to they, they wind up in France. They go to They go to Venice. They go to Venice. Point. They go to Prague. They go all over the goddamn place. Yeah. So anyway, it just turns out that Mysterio, yeah. this Yeah, guy. Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Marvel Universe, Jake Gyllenhaal. <clears throat> and welcome out of the Mar- Marvel <laughs> Universe, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a I think he's Someone said today they thought he was the best villain in the MCU. What a fucking idiot. That's not... not He's not even the best villain in the Spider-Man films. I'm just saying that I don't agree with that. He's not even... I think... think, He's he's better than Corey Stoll. I think Gyllenhaal's performance is a little better than the character. I guess I'd say that. In one scene. What do you mean? There's one scene where he delivers a good performance. I think he's kind of benign. I think he does a pretty good... When he's when he's being a villainous, but there's you know the the thing is, he's kind of like Defoe in Speed Two. Didn't I say that to you when we were watching this? No, but now I'm hard. <laughs> Def- remember, thank Def- you for bringing up a better movie. Do you remember when uh, in Speed Two when Willem Defoe plays the bad guy and he's running around that ship with his he's laptop? Got, he's got a laptop that kind of, and he's typing into it and he's and he's a. Uh, setting off all these traps on the ship. Yeah. Like he, he's got in control through his laptop. And it's like, that's kind of Gyllenhaal in this is that he is controlling drones. And, and then Spider-Man's fighting drones like the entire last third act. And right. it's just, that's just not that exciting. It's numbing. Yeah. There are some cool, there are some cool uh, There are some good shots. moments. Yeah. And there's obviously a moment that's inspired by the Spider-Verse movie. And Holland is always entertaining. There's a lot of little fun moments. Yeah, the mis- the Mysterio's power is that he he works with uh, Peter Billingsley from A Christmas Story <laughs> to create uh, illusions, and so then uh, 
he keeps trapping Spider-Man in these uh, fake realities. And that's what was reminiscent to you of the multiverse stuff? No, well, there's just some choreography and use of light and use of the frame Mm -hmm. where they just are having a lot of fun with it like they did in that movie. Yeah. Because when that movie's at its best, the cartoon, there's a lot of really funky What did you think of the illusions in this? Okay. Didn't love it. Did not. Did not like it. I wonder if this movie... Waterman... Fireman, what else do they have? I'm sure they had Earthman at some point. I mean, the elementals, what other element is there? Molten Snow? Man, they had Molten Man, they had fucking Hydro Man. Did they have a like a cloud guy or any kind of a fucking pewter dude? They did have a cloud guy at the end. Okay. Remember that monster? I don't. That? You don't. I wonder if this movie would be better at second time around. I hope I never know. You would not gonna, you're not going to watch this one again? I don't know. I told my daughter I'd take her. But then again, I've let her down so many times. It's fine. What movie did you watch with her that you took her to and you you were trying to see if you'd like it again, better and you didn't? Do you remember? This is recent. Uh, it was Godzilla. Mm. Yeah. Um, did you like Godzilla better than this? Yes. I like monsters. Mm-hmm. I like art. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, this I just felt really. All right, well, we got to feel really numb. This is. But this no, is, let's talk about the villain this thing. Let's turn it into the review show. We need to talk. We need to zoom in. Hold on a second, though. Villains. How could anybody say he's the best villain? Jake Gyllenhaal, when hard pressed, would say, eh, "Not even in the top five. I think he probably couldn't. Name, I think if you've seen reviews of uh, interviews with him, I don't know if he could name any villains in the MCU or in the world. He seems uh, not acquainted with. <laughs> With the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, I think people liked his charisma and his energy. Well, no, Jake, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a star. He is. He's one of the biggest guys to show up late in the game. You don't bring a fucking Jake Gyllenhaal this late. You know, Eleven films into a fucking saga, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal brings it up. It's a miracle, you but think? he's boring. It's a boring villain, just like Ghost was boring in Ant Man versus Wasp, just like. The dark elf guy was in Thor two, just like Corey Stoll was in Ant Man. There's some boring ass villains. When you think I, about the I best, I think Ghost was more interesting than Loki is the best. Oh. Thanos and Loki. Yeah, I'd give I'd put Keaton up there pretty high. Keaton was good. Who's the villain in Ragnarok? Uh, oh, Cable Blanchett. Great. Mm-hmm. So. And I guess Goldblum to an extent. Yeah. Kurt Russell, not a great villain. Ego? No, he wasn't. Ronan was fun in the first Guardians, but not weighty. Uh, Tim Roth was amazing in Incredible Hulk. (laughs) Um, Deacon Frost? (laughs) Wrong. Is Deacon... Can you count... Is Blade considered part of the MCU? You know, is that is it too early? It's too early because you know they're going to redo that shit. And you can't go back to like the original Spider-Man movies and talk about those villains. Well, they're great. Defoe and, and Melina were great. They were great. Yeah, yeah, they were. And and they're, it's the past. It's it's out of it's out of sync. Just like you can't use uh, what's Jamie that one Fox. guy, Sandman. What's his name? You can't use Jamie Thomas Hayden Church. You can't use Jamie Fox. Can't use him. You can't use. Dylan Baker. Did he play? He was going to be one of the villains. He was going to be the... He was Doctor the Lizard. Lizard. Who, who ended up playing the Lizard in the movie? 
I don't think any. Oh, later? Yeah. It was, I know who it was. It's um, the guy from Four Weddings and a Funeral. No. Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant. No, not Four Weddings and a Funeral. The Notting Hill guy. Lisa fans. Yeah. He was, right? That was him. Yeah. God, I, I nailed it. I get him and Dylan Baker confused. <laughs> Dylan Baker was had one arm. And the Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man. He was going to be the lizard. Mind if I zoom in on Dylan Baker yeah. real quick? Never played a bad guy in any movie. Except. What? Happiness. Oh. <laughs> and everything else. Correction. <laughs> so, yeah, let's zoom in. I hated this <laughs> fucking time I spent. You did not hate this movie. <clears throat> I was so. I Tom wanted... Holland does a pretty good job of of smoothing over some of the bumps in this. I think I think I told you I think Zendaya is very is of very course. charismatic and good. Of in course this. you do. You don't like her? I do. She's very good as Mary Jane. She's fine. I think I think it's kind of hilarious that he, you know, there's a whole there's a whole um comp- competitive thing between, you know, Peter Parker is basically trying to uh you know, announce his love for uh, Mary Jane this entire movie, and then he, uh, there's a rival. He has a rival in this. Played, I don't know his character's name. There's baggage. He just has more baggage. That's all that is. But at the end, I thought what was funny was when he does. He, re- she figures out he's Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and at the end, he's standing in his uh, Spider-Man suit with the mask off in front of her, and he, she says that she likes him, and he's like dumbfounded. And I thought that was a little far-fetched. Yeah. He's fucking Spider-Man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got a shot at a date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the positions he can achieve. Well, that's... Isn't that what you're... I mean, at least least it would give... It would give... It would provide something a little bit more interesting than, say, the other guy. The other... What if... What if you were that other character and you did, like, Spider-Man was Spider-Man was in the picture and you still won. That's pretty yeah. incredible. Have you ever been in a triangle like that before? I have, yeah. Let's hear about it. Oops. Uh, it was with Paste Pot Pete <laughs> and some random girl. I don't remember her name. And I ended up just hooking up with Paste Pot mm. Pete. What DC, about Beta Ray Bill? DC, DC character. No, yeah, love me some Beta Ray Bill. You know what I don't <clears throat> love? J.B. Smoove and Martin Starr are having way too much screen time. That's not their. That's not their fault, though. No, I mean they they took the money and they chose to play the parts. But so they both get role. They get teacher roles, and uh, uh, Martin Starr, who I like, and J.B. Smoove, who I forever like because of Curb. Yeah. Um, of course they they get to be the the chaperones here, and they just keep cutting to them. For comic relief, and it's not doesn't work that well. Does not work. I'd say. I'd you know say, what else doesn't work? Hmm. I'm gonna fucking Nick Fury sucks. Nick Fury is dog shit, and every time I see him, I want to die. <laughs> 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 you, and you could add Colby Smulders to that mix too. So ridiculous Col- character. Colby Smulders. Colby S- Smulders. I almost couldn't say it. Um, she might be the most dicked around person in the MCU, <laughs> the actress. I feel bad for her because she is in a lot of the movies and they never give her anything to do. She's always holding the gun or something, but there's nothing really ever... Like, she's always kind of posing next to Nick Fury. He doesn't get a line. She's always standing there. Um, good actress. Um, she's okay. I mean... 
And so she finally gets the kind of an action scene in this, and at the end of the movie, they reveal it's it's uh, not Maria Hill. Oh yeah. yeah, zoom in. Yep, my favorite part of Avengers: uh, Infinity War, or was it Ant Man? Whatever it was, where they both get dusted, I was super fucking thrilled. I was hoping it was that it was at the end of Infinity War. I was hoping that I think it was. The other one was anyway. Um, I was kind of hoping that maybe two people didn't get spared when, when the reverse snap. Maybe Iron Man forgot about those two when he snapped. You would have been confusing. What? So, let's say the snap happens. Just say snappins. <laughs> Save some time. And Sandman is doing his like sandy dust thing, like his tornado, like you know how he does. Uh-huh. And then the snap happens. He gets dusted in the middle of that. There'd be a moment where you're looking going, oh, he didn't get dusted because he was already. Yeah. It'd be confusing. It would be. Did he get dusted? Is he still? Oh. Is it? Wait a minute. Sandman? (laughs) Is he okay? What about turns to Ashman? What would happen to him? Who? Turns to Ashman. Yeah, there would be. That's the thing is, there's so the powers are so varied throughout this universe that there would be some confusion because uh, some of the superheroes and villains would be they would be dust yeah. when they got dusted. Yeah. So that would be a good way to. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know about how realistic it is to wear a glove and snap and things happen. Well, here's here's another one. I'm just crushing this. Blade two, at the end. He's holding his uh, l- beloved, uh, his love interest. I don't even know who she was. Mm-hmm. She, he's holding her. She turns to dust. Remember in the sunlight? Yeah. That would also be confusing. Like, what if she's, as she's disintegrating, I think we happens? could rule vampires out. You think so? The vampires didn't get snapped? Well, it was daytime. It was daytime in that time zone when he snapped. Okay, doesn't there's nothing. There's so the only vampires you snapped really, in their coffins. That's what I'm saying. Like, so if they're outside in the sun, whether or not he snaps, they're going to get fucked. What if they he snapped and she was fine? Like maybe it did the reverse. Like yeah. it's just there. There had to be some catches. Speaking of catches, Spider Man. I think it'd be great if uh, there was a a super villain whose power was he's got his hearing is so good that even the slightest sound hurts. Okay. And the snap killed him. <laughs> but he didn't get dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you make it that far in the first so he, place? He's never coming back. So if you get killed by the sound of the snap and you aren't dusted, you're never coming back. Well, how did he make it to the that far if it's any sound kills like a, a loud Well, he was eavesdropping him. on that fight. <laughs> is, that, is, is that his he's name? covering ears during all the clanging of shields and shit, but somehow that little snap. <laughs> well, he... So is this, is that his name, the eavesdropper, <laughs> or sensitive ears? <laughs> Something stupid. You said, speaking of catch Spider Man, where are we going? I was going to say um, Mary Jane. What a catch! Or does he catch her? Both. Okay. Maybe. Speaking of catch. Yeah. Angel eyes. <laughs> 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 I'll never get tired of that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you think that's a top five Caviezel performance? <laughs> top five? Would you say? Would you? Could you commit? There's only one good Caviezel performance. <laughs> There's two, actually. He's he he registers on, on an emotional <laughs> level at all in two films. Well, frequency, frequency, and Count of Monte Cristo. Everything else, he doesn't even he doesn't even reach zero. <laughs> that's not fair. He's got no person. There's no man. It's he's like this weird stretched thing. He's a maybe the luckiest man ever to yeah. be in film. Yeah, he really doesn't have. I mean, I you just have to wonder what his like his. Uh, he's all over the place too. Yeah. Well, he's on that show for a long time. Person, Person of, interest, of interest, which is so funny that he'd be in a movie called that. <laughs> or a show called Person of Zero Charisma. <laughs> I bet you his sperm's clear. Person of interest. I think he's like a very religious man. We've talked about this before. Oh, and now, why, now I love him. <clears throat> <laughs> Got to be praying to God that he keeps getting cast and stuff. No wonder he believes in a higher power. Do you think he's ever been on Inside the Actor's Studio? Is that a rhetorical Lipton, question? Lipton, Lipton's like, <laughs> when you were playing catch <laughs> in Angel Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what if every question was about Angel Eyes? <laughs> every single one. We're out of time. <laughs> but we haven't talked about the passion. We're out of time. He's, he's in a three <laughs> three part episode. They do, they don't get to the <laughs> they don't get the passion. Aren't they doing a sequel to that? Is it, I'm yeah, not kidding. Yeah, aren't they? Are. they? Yeah, yeah. And they brought Caviezel back, right? What kind of sequel can they do? I don't understand. I don't know. It's great. Um, remember, you know, at the end of that show, you asked them what their favorite cur- favorite curse word is. Yeah. What do you think his would be? Caviezel. Yeah. Fart. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be too. It wouldn't be too naughty. No, it'd, just, it'd be something else. It'd what do you think? I don't know. It'd be, it would. It'd probably be. He'd probably be some. I don't know. Emote. I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> we didn't look up the movie we're talking about. But you're, <laughs> you're looking up James Caviezel. It, he goes by Jim. Been in 43 films. Jesus. Well, that's one of them. Um. Passion of the Christ Resurrection Onyx Kings of the Okay so anyway It's called The Resurrection Confusingly he was in a movie called Paul Apostle of Christ Yeah What do you mean yeah Yeah I've seen I've seen the ads for it What How can he play Paul He played I mean it doesn't He's like the famous from Jesus That's confusing And he, of course he was an escape plan That's right play the bad guy in that yeah it's hard it's hard to remember because he has no emotions <laughs> the problem is is his, his skin is stretched over his head in a weird way <laughs> zoom in <laughs> I, there's no way he doesn't have at least four kids sure that there ha- he has to i'm gonna look up how many because when you're that boring you have you have more than three kids yeah well he's got to raise them and, and teach them the way can you imagine writing his bio for Wikipedia? Jim Caviezel. All I want for Christmas is my dad's smile to twitch. My dad's smile to twitch. My dad's smile to twitch. 
Daddy never smiles in the Christmas witch. <laughs> oh, God. Of course. Of course. Talk about Jim Caviezel. Um, you just turned 50 fourth, last year. Christmas, Jim Caviezel gave to me six cold hugs. <laughs> he has he has three kids. Yeah. What um, do they do? They have their names. Please, please have Bible names. <laughs> Personal life is um, married. Uh, He's got his first son. His oldest son is Leviticus. The middle son is Isaiah, and the young daughter is Psalms. Out of respect for his wife, Caviezel requested that he wear a shirt and that Jennifer Lopez wear a top during a love scene in the film Angel Eyes. And he refused to strip in a love scene with Ashley Judd in High Crimes. What do you think of Mysterio's design? Love it. You do love it. I love his head hole. I love his whole little dome. Someone put a funny meme on the internet. That's a first. They put Bubble Boy, Joan Hall and Bubble Boy, mm-hmm. and then picture of Mysterio Bubble Man. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Okay. That was cute. Yeah. Didn't like it. Dug deep. They really dug deep. Oh, I, w- I wish I would made that joke. So he's got the aquarium head. Yeah. And I always thought it was... In the in the comics, it's always huge. He's got a huge... I mean, it's not much. It's not that much bigger than it is in the movie. I think it is. Can we not a- call a bowl an aquarium? It's a bowl. Upside down aquarium. It's an upside down fishbowl. An aquarium indicates something a little bit more substantial. I mean, you can't. So yeah, so it's a fishbowl. You can't make a fishbowl into an aquarium if you put like colored rocks on it and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You can't. I'm. I'm. I'm going to let you, you. I'll let you have it. Okay. I'll let you have the aquarium. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So Spider Man's in this. Super zoom. Uh, I just there's no reason to hate it this much. I don't hate it that much. It just it just bothers me that, and part of it's timing. What do you mean? Like it's just too soon to end game? It's too, too close? Yeah, I mean we had a, a, a fucking dull fart in Ant Man and Wasp. We had a gasp of weak air at Captain Marvel, and then we had this little wisp of putrid. You don't snot. like Captain Marvel? It's okay, but it's been kind of a string of. Us having to do some of the heavy lifting to like these movies. All right, so <clears throat> do you think Marvel's after all of this stuff is that you know obviously this big arc is ending that that Kevin Feige masterminded mm-hmm. with the help of others. Do you think now? I think for sure, but do you think now Marvel's a little bit and obviously they're in flux, but are they in trouble? No, I think they're I think they're in a great place because I think if they keep putting out movies like this. Instead of movies like, like Thor Ragnarok or Endgame, they put keep putting out movies of this quality. People are going to start getting the problem a little is, tired is of Marvel. What what you want them to do is to be both for them to maybe mm. reach too far and come short, rather than coast. I mean, I, their motives, like I said, their motives are good with this. They wanted something soft and and likable and fun and perky and not too dark right. and deep. But these movies have reached a point where they have to deliver on a higher level. And yes, I don't want the action sequences to be bigger. I'm tired, but I'm just tired. I mean, every so many of these movies has our hero facing hordes of disposable uh, machines. Yeah, I know, I know. But or I like bags. what I like where the where it's going because they're going with. I think that the the saga has done its very best with middle tier characters. They they have a lot of fun with. They had a lot of fun with Guardians. Mm-hmm. 
uh, back in I mean Iron Man was never an A-list character before the movies right so I think I think they need to just keep having fun keep rolling dice and keep being bold and, and brave yeah and I, I think the problem with this movie for me is that it doesn't balance the humor and the and the drama like some of the other better Marvel movies um, there's a lot of reliance on humor in this that I, and I think it's not as it's just not as funny as like for example Ragnarok which is a comedy right it feels like is but there are some there are some you know emotional moments in that movie as well that does a better job than than this well the spider-man comics during their heyday were there's always humor in there mm-hmm. but the humor was reactionary it, right. it wasn't and the stuff between the scenes wasn't mm-hmm. the, where the jokes and the fun came was was spider-man using humor as a weapon against his enemies mm-hmm. not it being a teen comedy featuring a superhero <sighs> And, the, and you know, there's a the, there's a big. They always they want to. Th- I think maybe it's just being pulled in too many directions. It has to be the the, the true follow up to Endgame. It has to deal with the consequences, uh, the fallout from that movie. It has to be a sequel to a very successful and funny high school movie that the last one was. It. I don't know. Like it has to do too much. Maybe start knowing. Uh, hmm. No, I want you to know, know things. <laughs> it has to do. Uh, it has to um, uh, deliver a new villain. I don't know. I, I'm I'm spinning. The best thing about this movie, yeah, no Stanley. There was a. There's no cameo. There's no Stanley cameo. They, they have a tribute somehow. They have a picture of him. I think. I don't think Graffiti so. Graffiti, maybe. Have to. Hope not. Goodbye. Yeah. I mean the the best. I mean, obviously, the best thing in the movie is that first stinger. All right, so yeah, let's talk. Well, we, I feel like we just really are like oh, yeah, hammering this. I mean, let's. T- I mean, what do you want to talk about? Well, let's try, let's try to zoom. We, that's our whole show is to talk about the little moments. We haven't done that at all. Well, thanks, what Mark some, Webb. What are some? Oh, that's <laughs> not the guy that did this. John. Uh, well, what's his name? John. Zoom in. <laughs> what's the director's name? I think it is Mark Webb. No, I think he did the other ones. Did he? Yeah, I think he did the other ones. The. Uh, the other dude. Oh, this, this is, is the, John from this Cop is the Car. Cop Car guy. John. Uh, um, zoom in. Sorry, John Silk. <laughs> He's got to have a. He has to have a name that's like connected to Spider Spider Man. No, um, it's, it's not. It, ha- it has a catchy last name. It has like a noun. Like it's with an S. John Schlesinger. It's a, he did the Believers. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking zoom in. Um. Hold on, I, I got you. I got you covered. I know it starts with an S. John Watts. <laughs> Told you. Told you it starts with an S. Yep. I spent 160 mil on this bad boy. 116 or 60? It's 160. I, yeah, I see well, it. There's a matter. lot of effects. Yeah, Although maybe. I have to, I, I was the, one of my favorite things about this movie is the credits are so much shorter than Endgame. At the end, mm-hmm. remember how long Endgame's? You credit? made me sit through all the credits, and you're right. They actually had a stinger, had another two. stinger. They had two. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's try to find some little moments that we liked in this. Okay. All right. What do you think about Favreau holding that big old check? Big fan. Because there's a there's a, there's a pop figure with him do, holding. Are that you check. serious? I sent you a picture. Huh. It's not that memorable, of a, uh, memorable of a moment, but he's holding like one of those big uh, novelty checks to give to 
Aunt May and Peter Parker have a foundation. Yeah. I guess and they, get a, they get a check from Tony, from the Tony Stark Foundation, I guess. And Favreau delivers it, but he's really trying to deliver himself on top of Aunt May. <laughs> That's what he's really there for. Yeah. And so he's successful at it. I think it'd be funny if if, uh, if the movie it's the movie is beer goggles, and mm-hmm. and so what we think we're seeing is Marissa Tomei, and then when the beer goggles are off, it's Rosemary Harris again. And Favreau, it's like Favreau's with that woman in The Shining. In the sh- like, he's he thinks he's holding sweet sweet number. All right, here's the thing. looks in the mirror and is the oldest shit. Let's hanging. decide this now once and for all. Who's the best Aunt May? Okay, let's. So you got. Rosemary Harris. You got Sally Field. Sally Field. You got Marissa Tomei. The guy from Bohemian Rhapsody. And you got Marissa Tomei. Oh, that's, Who, it's, who's that's, your favorite? That's Brian May. Who's your favorite out of those three? Can I, can I zoom in? Uh huh. None of them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Sally Field, probably. Really? Yeah. Wait, which one was she in? She was in the Andrew Garfield ones. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good actress. Why don't you like Rosemary Harris? She's fine. She's actually the most Aunt May looking one. Yeah, she's like traditional Aunt May from the comics. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a dehydrated grape. <laughs> Is she still around? Sure. R.I.P.? Yeah, probably. Cliff Robertson was old Uncle Ben. I remember that. That's right. Who was? Did they ever talk about Uncle Ben in this one? No, thank God. It's almost like he didn't cause Uncle Ben's death in this one. No, he did, but they didn't waste our time with it. You think he did? Oh yeah, I all think, that shit happened. I think he's too. I think he's too happy-go-lucky to have caused someone's death. I think he's. He didn't cause it. In the, fact, the he, robber caused it. He he becomes Spider-Man in that last movie, right? Didn't he get bit in that last movie? No, Spider-Man. No, he's Spider-Man already. Remember? That's right, he is. We don't have to deal with any of that bullshit baggage. Uncle Ben was destroyed, and he he let the robber get away. It's Boom. fine. Nailed it. What? Rosemary Harris is ninety one, still alive, and her his her daughter's Jennifer Eel or E oh Ellie E-H-L-E, yeah. yeah from I Possession. Didn't, I didn't know that they were yeah they were she, connected. She's like when Mary McConnell and Meryl Streep slammed into the fly telepod together. True. Next time you see her, you'll you can't not. I I guess I I she's I, in uh, Zero Dark Thirty too. I always like um, she was just blown peace. up, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I like um, I do have to say I like Marissa Tomei in these movies. I don't. I think their joke of her being a hot Aunt May though is like that's all they give her to do. They don't give her much to do. Think about what most hot women are like. That what they don't have much to do. Oh my god. They've lived their whole life being hot. What are you talking about? Super hot. Okay, well, if you no, grow up if you grow, just... bullshit. If you grow up super hot, you, the world is your oyster. So I could guess I could guess Aunt May hasn't had to work for much. My I zoom in? What? I grew up super hot. <laughs> Aunt May hasn't had to work for much? Yeah, I mean yeah. She was she is working class in this. She has, she has Yeah, she got that fat ass widow check though. <laughs> I don't think I don't think in this version of Spider-Man he killed his own a- Uncle oh, Ben. Uncle Ben is super gone. 
I don't think he he doesn't. That all happened. He doesn't wear that tragedy. No, but th- this Spider-Man's a millennial, so he doesn't have enough empathy. Like uh, Andrew Garfield spent two movies like weeping over his yeah. him killing and Uncle Ben. Did he not? Didn't he? Did he? Oh, well, he was tragically uh, was Uncle ben? bound to Uncle Ben's departure. He was. Oh yeah. Are you sure? Oh yeah, totally. <clears throat> he so. dies. <clears throat> Does Martin Sheen play him in those movies? I think Martin Sheen is Uncle Ben in that first one. Is he? God damn, I don't remember. It's weird because they 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 just use footage from The Departed during his death scene. <laughs> <laughs> he was <laughs> he is responsible for Uncle Ben's death. Yes, he he's driving the car. <laughs> I can't believe I remembered anything from that movie. The Pretty, Andrew Garfield book. Yeah, fucking a. I don't hate those movies though. Don't hate them at all. Mm. It's got it's got a glorious some glorious casting. Okay. Bryce nice. Dallas Howard, glorious. She's in the third Spider Man, Rami Spider Man. Oops. Are you kidding? Super hot. <laughs> um I think Oh, but you know what? Hmm. Giamatti. <laughs> as the rhino. Yeah, that's true. Who plays it who plays the sex interest in, in the uh The sex interest? Oh, Emma Stone, right? <laughs> who plays she plays Gwen or does she so. play Mary Jane she plays Gwen, Gwen. Right? I don't think Mary Jane's in those movies I think she is she's supposed to be Gwen Stacy she she does die in the second one I didn't see it in the second one she doesn't die she does right I don't remember I think he saves her ass he cries at the grave a lot I, oh. think I saw the ending he, she must be dead Dennis Leary's her dad he dies mm-hmm. in the first one mm-hmm. I think they kill off the father and the daughter I think they did and the villain is Thomas Hayden. No, the villain is Jamie Fox and the Paul Giamatti. There are a lot of Spider-Man movies. It's hard to keep track of them. Villain in the first one is the uh, inspirational Goblin. <sighs> what do you the think? Lizard. I still think the Rami Spider-Mans are my favorite. Dane DeHaan is the Goblin. Oh fuck! I didn't see it. Is he the Hob- Is he the gob- he's, Green Goblin? He's Goblin up. I still think the. The first two Spider-Man movies are my favorite. Spider-Man. Yeah, they're the best. You think so? Absolutely, they're the best. What about Homecoming? Homecoming's the third best. And I'm going to go and say three Spider-Man three is the fourth best. I don't care what people say. Yeah. And then I'll say, <sighs> tough. Oh, these, what, these well, wait, the what about Spider-Man into the? That's a cartoon. Fuck off. So you don't want to put that in there? No. But you loved it. I loved it. Yeah, but it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a piece of it's a piece of cartoon, just like Batman Mask of the so Phantasm. You'd say the you'd say the 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 worst ones are the Garfield ones. I would say the the worst the worst three are the Garfields in this one. And where would you put the last then? The last, like the worst one. Uh, the worst one, I w- probably the f- f- second Spider-Man with Garfield. I don't remember. It's been a while. I haven't seen, seen the whole it. thing. I saw it once. Like I said, but I think Garfield is really good in them, those movies. He acts as And I like off. the way that they're photographed. Um, but the, the they're just too... F- they're just, they just seem like they're not well-written, I guess. But he's great in them. I think he's... <laughs> I need to revisit them. Yeah, maybe. We Which should. one has a lot of pizza delivering? That's the Tobey Maguire. Baby Driver. There's a ton of pizza delivery in one of them Spider-Man movies. It might be three. Probably was... Yeah. How old was Toby when he did those movies? Like 28, 30? I don't know. Play a high school student. Right in the prime of his pussy posse days, I think. In his poker days. 
Tom McGuire is not somebody you hear from anymore. No, I think he's. Uh, I think he chooses this. I don't think he's in Hollywood jail. Mind if I zoom in? Yeah. Perfect. Would have been a perfect Hobbit. Would have been perfect in Lord of the Rings. Think so? He doesn't blink enough to be a Hobbit. <laughs> if I had a nickel. So, he goes to Venice. <laughs> the thing is, here's probably part of the problem, is Spider-Man plays second fiddle to Mysterio for a good portion of the film. Mm, does he? All he does is use his webs to hold sh- buildings from falling down and shit like that. For For reasons we understand shortly after. But... He doesn't really need to be Nick Fury doesn't need to need to recruit Spider-Man for any of this shit. Okay, here's what's m- missing a little bit from these movies. Let me zoom in. Spider-Man needs to have a little bit. He, Spider-Man needs to be humbled a little bit. He needs to be um, a little bit arrogant. I think sometimes because he's got incredible powers. He can do a lot of great shit. Remember, like in the comics, he's always trying to promote himself like that's a big part remember he always trying to like promote spider-man like promote like take pictures of himself then mm-hmm. so he can keep his day job for some reason but um there needs to be like a little bit of dirt or something with spider-man like a little i guess just a little bit of angst or something and i think both those other movies kind of deliver that but this one both of the other franchises franchises the, both other spider-man yeah mo- set of movies but this is a yeah. They made a Daglo Spider Man once they brought him into the uh, Marvel you know, like the Civil they War. They made he's perfect. Like he is, he is lovable. There he is loyal to his friends. He does everything right. He doesn't really fuck up. He, the only problem is like mm-hmm. the one word definition of what Peter Parker is in the comics is wallflower. Mm-hmm. He's never been one of these. Even when he's supposedly not cool, he's cool. So this one. He is kind of not cool. In the, in but he's these. not. He is cool. Yeah, he is likable. He is. I mean, yeah. He's super likable, yeah. But he's he's seen as like a joke at school, I guess. But not really. He still I mean, gets Zendaya. Tobey Maguire played the... He and, Garfield and, and, and he were emo. Very kind of just... Is it Zendaya? Yeah. I keep calling her Zendaya. I mean, don't worry about it. Here, it's a thing is... That's so weird that... I mean, if I, you want to hear it, zoom in? Yeah. On set, Favreau called her Zathura. The whole time. Uh, yeah, I, I think he has to have... There, he has to be humbled a little bit. And I think that's something that... Let's look at the box office and, and I think see that, if he's being that, humbled. That's that's tied into Ben's death, obviously. Um, you know, in, in, in Tom Holland doesn't... like. I guess in the Avengers movies, he seems like this. In these movies, he doesn't seem like... It's it's almost like he plays it like that being Spider-Man is a drag. I, and I guess that's the point of this movie is that he just wants to be a normal kid, right? Doesn't want to be a But they don't do a very good job of making you think being Spider-Man is a drag. They don't. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, Nick Fury's annoyed because that's one thing that kind of happens is this that Nick Fury has to kind of prompt um, Peter Parker into doing his duty to be a superhero and, and he's like hey I'm on I'm on break you just never feel like that 
he's always going to do the right thing. Like you never feel like he's not going to battle the bad guy. So one of the other things I like I about the other movies is yeah. his identity is under wraps pretty well. Right. He's, that, that's huge. That's a huge part of the and guess what? Spider-Man character. Not huge at all here. It took hundreds of issues for Aunt May to figure it out. Right. It took hundreds of issues for Mary Jane to figure it out. Right. Guess what? Well, I think that's part of the problem is that there's too many heroes with secret identities. They can't just do the same thing every movie where they're always tricking everybody that they but love. But one, the, one of the most fun elements of the Christopher Reeves Superman movies is him overcompensating as Clark Kent to draw people away from the set. Yeah, and Spider-Man feels... hilarious. Spider-Man feels a lot like Superman in that they have the same thing that they do. That they're like... Get that, super laid. They're both they're both reporters, right? They're both like... No, work. he's a photographer, a freelance photographer. Right, but they both work at papers. And that, they, yeah. They both have... First of all, that's disrespectful bosses. to the thousands of blue-collar jobs in a paper. What do you mean? He what? could be a toner specialist. He could be... You know, the guy that gets coffee. Anyway, the, what did you think of... That was cool, the J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, that's the best part of the movie. J.K. Simmons back, right? Uh, let's hope. He's the amazing part of the Rami movies. He's an amazing part of every movie he's in. That guy is a fucking gold mine. Who who did, who did, played him in the Garfield? For, did anybody? Was Someone it, did, I'm sure. It, it's not Lawrence Fishburne, was it? Yes. Or did he play him in the Superman? Superman. Shit. Who played him in the Art Garfield movies? Was he in it? I don't know. I don't know. Man, that's a good point. You know that who should have played it mm-hmm. was uh, what's his face, uh, Robert, uh, the guy, Robocop and uh, Thinner. Robocop and Thinner. Oh, he played Robocop too. Yeah, Robert Rob- Burke. Robert Burke. He should have played J. J. John Jameson. Why? Because he's stiff and weird. <laughs> and he has no... Per- uh, he has That's no- not true. J- uh, Robert Burke is fun in movies. He's so good. Yeah. He is stiff and weird on purpose. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he's stiff and weird. Yeah, he went from like leading man to strange actor. He was... Well... He was leading man in dust. He up. went from strange actor to strange leading man. Yeah, to then back to strange character yeah. actor. Yeah. And then and then he got all... He's a, like a ripped older guy now and he's killing it. Is he still killing? I don't haven't seen him in a while. He was on Rescue Me. He was great. He was in a movie just recently that I saw. He was like a right hand man to somebody. He was great. He was like a financial right hand man kicking ass. He's great. Robert John Burke. Yeah. What's what does the first J and J Jonah Jameson stand for? His son's a werewolf. Okay. You zoom I, in. I know he is. Because he went to space. He's an astronaut yeah. that turned into a werewolf in space. Yeah, something, something stupid. Yeah, as, as sometimes. Um, I wonder if John, Robert John Burke's on Twitter. Oh, yeah. I need to follow him if he is. He's on Thinner. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. Um, Thinner's a a rough movie to watch yeah it's funny I just saw it was on TV at a, I was at a shop and there was the I saw the end of it it ends weird it does it ends, it ends horribly it ends very weird yeah his his daughter eats the eats the pie that he's trying to kill his wife with he makes it he lives in that movie 
I know because of that, right? And then a, like a dude shows up at the end. He, he lets him in the house. That's how it ends. He lets a dude in the house. That's how thinner ends. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember he has some pie that he and his and he he leaves it for his wife to eat, and his daughter eats it too. And he didn't. All I remember food. is the other the woman who I used to mistake for Marissa Tomei back in the old days mm-hmm. is in that Curry War. I said they they were like both hot brunettes. They were, you know what, like somewhere, like there's a Marissa Tomei on one spectrum, mm-hmm. and there's Susanna Hoffs on the other end of the spectrum, and right in the middle is Curry War. They share a lot of similarities there. Curry, Curry War worked for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Driver Drop Burke's still crushing it. He was in Black Klansman, actually. Yeah, he's, he's always good. Mm. Is that what you're thinking of? No, he... Name is like, like name like the last three or four major roles he was in. I, mean, I don't know about major, but he's in a movie called. Does um, not meet the criteria. No, it's none of these movies I recognize. Oh, he was in Limitless. That's what I just saw him in. Okay. He's in Two Guns. You like that movie? Yeah, he was he was De Niro's uh, right hand man in Limitless. Okay. He's not in the MCU yet, is he? No. Give us time. He'd be a great villain. He would be a great anything. You think so? Yeah. I was joking about him playing JJJ, but I love him so much. More than this movie. I don't have anything more to say. It just happened. It was. I feel like that bad that we're doing this one because we don't really have we, much We to say. suck at major Marvel films. We suck at it. Captain Marvel, Endgame. I think Endgame, went, the last one went okay. I think this went fine because we talked about Robert John Burke and Jim Caviezel. Art, would you do you should do you, would you give this one the golden microscope? <laughs> Is that what we do? Uh, so what do you, well, how would uh what would let's how, what do you think of the movie Far From Home? Spider Man Far From Home. What do you think of that? The title? Yeah. Works for you? No. He was further from home in the last movie he was in. It's in space. <laughs> so it's a That's fucking. That's true. It's, it's closer to home this time around. Way closer. You, zo- you, you super zoomed. Yeah. This isn't that far. No. He's on Earth at least. Yeah, he's 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 a jet. He's like a jet right away. That's what it maybe should have been called a Spider-Man closer to home. Well, Spider-Man far from home, but not as far as he's been from home yeah. before. You know, that's what yeah. it could have been called. What is a better title? Uh, Spider-Man Earth's small. No <laughs> shit. Uh, Spider Dam. Yeah, let's say it has to have home in the title. That's because they had homecoming. Um. Home going, Spider Man Home going. It's not bad, right? Yeah. Spider Man Abroad. Well, that doesn't that doesn't follow the rule? Home, home has to be in there. Oh shit! Uh, Spider Man Homesick. Spider Man Homesick is not bad, although he's not sick from home. No, he's not. He's happy to be away. Yeah, he's very happy. They could have done a tribute to Stan Lee in the title. What Spider Man Home Lee? Spider-Man farther from home than Stanley is. Uh, 
They killed Mysterio in it. <laughs> they did, and then he pulls the switcheroo at the end. Uh, Peter Billingsley concocts a revenge scheme on Spider-Man, reveals Spider-Man's identity, and says he's responsible for all these deaths in London, basically. It's funny. One of my buddies texted me this morning. I got to text at like 8 o'clock this morning yeah. saying, so I guess... The Sinister Six are going to have some sweet Stark tech. <laughs> so I guess he saw the movie yesterday. Yeah. Sinister Six. That be is that where they're going with it next? Do you think? I don't know much about the Sinister Six. Can you tell me who's in it? Uh, I think Electro. Yep. So Jamie Foxx will be back. Uh, I think there's Shocker. I don't. What is the Shocker? One of them. That's who uh, Bokeem Woodbine played in the last... Uh, Mitch Pelleggi? Pelleggi? All right, Bakeem so... Bokeem Woodbine was in that movie. Which one? The the Michael Keaton one. Bakeem, Wood, Bakeem Woodbine was a shocker in that movie. He had like a little shocker. I'm sort, of, I'm sort of falling in love with that movie now. The first one? Yeah. The first one's good. Bakeem Woodbine is the shocker. Okay. He didn't call himself that, did he? Yeah. He did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think who's the guy that got him the equipment? There's another character actor that we like who was playing that part. It wasn't James Badge Dale, was it? No, I Someone wish. Like he was that in Iron Man Three. Someone like that's in it. Yeah, it's somebody. It's it's not Max Perlish, is it? No. Hold on. Uh, we want. I want to talk more about the Garfield movies than I do this one. So Bill Murray does the voice. <laughs> do you think that's true? He signed on to that because he thought it was a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> Did, do you think that's true? What are you talking about? So the rumor is that because he's so, you know, unremoved from Hollywood that he had signed on to that film because it was written by Ethan, Ethan or Ethan whatever. Cohen. But he thought it was the Ethan oh, Cohen. I don't know. Okay. How that work? How that Go work to out? the cast of Spider Man. I am. What is the first one called? Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. No, Spider Man Homecoming. No, of the first Garfield one. I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about with Bikini Woodbine. Really? Oh, wait, no, you're right, the Keaton one. God, you get all these confused. How do I keep better track of them than you? You know, you start talking about one, then you leap over to another one. Hold on. So it's... Uh, Al- Alessandro Nivola? No. Bikini Woodbine was in there. He was shocker number two. You're right, so he was shocker. Um, Whoever plays shocker number one is a masterpiece. Logan Marshall Green. <laughs> Told you. Who I'm a fan of now. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought it? I hate that guy. And one of the one of the guys gets killed, too. Like, one of the henchmen gets killed by Keaton, I think, because he fucks up. So, anyway, let's... What, we do any of the Zoom... We're going to do any of the stuff that we normally do, or we're just done? No, no. Okay, so uh, let's distill this to one image. Oof. Maybe that app. Maybe that's jeans. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, one image would be. All right, I'll go sweet. Him, him taking Mary Jane on a sky journey. That was that was fun. Uh, what about Spider Man in Holland? In like a in a in a in a like a fairy book. <laughs> Fairy tale book, whatever. They don't go to version Holland. of Holland. They're in something. They're in Holland at some point. Amsterdam. Remember? Was it Amsterdam? They're somewhere. Maybe. And it has that that 
that feel the flowers, and Favreau picks them up in the jet. Right. You know, Spider-Man also crafts a suit. Remember he crafts a new suit on the plane? Yeah, it's one of the things that's the worst thing about this universe. <laughs> they build shit out of nowhere. Tony Stark can build anything. He's got a 3D printer that prints everything. Oh, I did like that. That that he said, the acronym is... That was cute. What does the acronym stand for, remember? Even after death... Um, Even in death, I'm the hero. I'm the hero. Even in death, I'm the hero. So he names whatever... Edith. Edith, yeah. So that was good. That's what I, I guess I would... That's my favorite little part of this. That's true. That was funny. And there are moments like that that do work. And Holland is good. I think he's good. He's a good Spider-Man. Zoom in. He has to sign over the rights to Edith to the villain. Yeah. Zoom out and then zoom back in later. He doesn't have to sign the rights back over. The villain doesn't. No. Yeah. If Now, if you know anything about permissions... We didn't talk about the He plot. didn't have admin rights... Talk about the plot at all. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, if you were building a theme restaurant or a theme park right. around uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Right. Yeah, what would you do there? I mean, it's, it lends itself to that. I mean, I, I would do the only thing you could do is I'd, get a, I'd start a restaurant, a pasta restaurant, where you're fitted, you're, you're fitted with... Um, wrists like That's shooters good enough oh and uh, they sit you at the table and then you press a button and you just f- shoot spaghetti onto your own plate <laughs> at like like spider-man yeah right so just spaghetti just spaghetti and if you want anything on it then the waiters come out and they ladle on the sauce and stuff after you do that see i think i thought you were gonna say you put on the web shooter and there's like a conveyor belt of food and as it goes by you nail it and suck it to you no <laughs> So you just shoot you shoot your plate full of spaghetti. Yeah. They ladle on the sauce. No, plate. I like the idea of there being like a, a lubricant disc at the end of the shooter so it lubricates the spaghetti as it's going out. I don't out, like that. Sauces it on its way no, out. because then I, I like the idea that they come ladle that stuff on, and if you try to shoot while they're doing that, then they that's there's there's some kind of punishment. You get kicked out. They or they they scream <laughs> or they scream they scream no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I know I had punishment in my last. You one. always have, you're say? yeah, getting kicked out of every restaurant. I just have, I think that would be a good thing if restaurants start having more punishments. But um, I think that would be fun. Don't you just shoot and spaghetti under your own? You know plate? what I like is that there's no rice in this restaurant, mm-hmm. thus solidifying the lack of Uncle Ben <laughs> in this series. Uh, I don't know what I'd call it. Um, spider pasta. That might be bad. I don't know. Spider. Spider something. Hmm. Spider. Spider bites. All right. What about you? I'm, I'm trying to poke, poke holes in your restaurant. So then you'd be shooting spider spaghetti on your plate, and then they'd try to ladle sauce, and you'd keep doing it, and they'd go, Don't! <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Stop! But they don't kick you out. They yell at you and they say, you're welcome to stay. <laughs> they, just, they just get very firm. Don't do that. Don't, you know. Um, I would not do that. Well, I didn't ask you to. I would have, uh, mine would be a VR experience mm-hmm. where you, you enter a chamber where some mad mon- maniacal guy is programming insane shit that is drone-powered illusions everywhere around you. Mm-hmm. And um, you watch somebody else beat it, and then you leave the room. 
Just like in the movie. <laughs> let me let me. We didn't talk about this. Peter Billingsley is in this from yeah. Christmas Story. He's he's like the second in command. He's the guy that the tech guy to Mysterio. He also produced Elf. Let's not just act like he's only done one thing. He's also in Iron Man. That's a character. This is his second appearance yeah. in the in the MCU. This is a forgotten character, um, and I think a you know favorite of Favreau. Just like a cameo, like a fun little cameo in Iron yeah. Man, but then he gets an actual part in this movie, a little, a little, yeah. and he, and is he's a villain with consequence because he's the one that causes the the hell at the end for Spider Man. It's him. It's his doing. I think he creates that illusion that that. Not only that, he he takes the uh, materials, it's mm-hmm. yeah, squirrels so away with them. Do you think Peter Billingsley is going to be the the main bad guy in the next movie? There's no way. Can you imagine? He's got a weird name. He's got like a, a weird, like forgettable name. I, I, I looked it up today to zoom in. So he has a weird, forgettable career. So it's perfect. I like Peter Billingsley. Of course you do. I love, actually, I love Peter Billingsley. You should get him and Jonathan Lipnicki together. Um, his, his name is William Ginter Riva. I don't know. In this. I don't know what that means. I don't he's know if that's. A, he's got a three. Yeah. Three. He's a three namer. Dumb. So if you were interposed into the uh, storyline of this film, what would you do? It's an S. Quaid movie, Mark Short. I wish. Interposed. If I was what? If you were in the in the in the goings on, if you were part of this feature. I'd be the I'd be the third funny teacher, <laughs> you know, the third funny chaperone. Because I I mean I do bring, I do, in fact I'd maybe be the funniest of the three, Martin Starr. Um, what would your shtick be? I would do um, I would entertain with like uh, silly origami. That would be my big. Nice. I'd be always like folding paper and making making my students laugh. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. What about you? How what would you do? I would uh I would be one of the students. And my name would be Mr. Sap. Okay. I'd be one of the students and I'd be trying Timothy to Timothy Sap. <laughs> The art, be, the art teacher. And that's kind of how my connection to origami would be, you know? I'd try to, I'd be the guy, the creepy 40 plus year old student trying to convince them that there was a couple of other snaps that happened and I aged while they all were snapped away. So I, I'm a high school student who's in his 40s, totally trying to pass, pass by as one of them, saying the weirdest creepy shit to them, begging for them to take a shower, boys and girls. Oh my god! <laughs> Not on Sap's watch. Also, brother. also named Mister Sap. <laughs> oh, uh, I got two P's. S A P P. That sounds gross, actually. Yeah. Sap. Um, no, you wouldn't. That, I would be onto that, and I would have maybe my shirt would say because I maybe I had snapped, and I would be like snap, Sap snapped. I'd move my shirt. <laughs> Why would you be a creep? What would you? What? I, I'm just like I'm on this field trip. I'm the you're old, old you're like I'm older. older than the teachers on the field trip in the back of the bus saying like really modern slang and shit like that. Right? I said, "Oh, that's fucking that's balls." 
gonna say that in a Spider-Man yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh man, that's so Duke. And they're like, no, you don't. You're you're not. You're not cool. I said, come on, man. Let's be wet. Two tight shirts, by the way, too. Also, really tight shirts. So tight that my arms come out. Like, my arms are sideways because they're so tight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've put more thought into this character than you have the entire movie. <laughs> yep. It's so, uh... There's another thing. What's the other one that we do? Oh, the desert island. What, what artifact would you be taking back? I didn't... I, I can't d- take the jeans. i got too much women's clothing already there. <laughs> I like how this island's stackable. Like everything we take, we just we just keep adding to what we take on our island, right? Um, I'm gonna take that little that little defeated jewelry that he got her. That little piece of defeated jewelry that. Peter, oh yeah, the, it falls apart. This, yeah. this is sweet. This I'm is gonna sweet. have that, and I'm gonna use it as a prism to pr- a prism to melt to melt food. Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> what? You might want to take that uh, fishbowl helmet and protect. Some of the stuff you already have there, like the beast within the head. First of all, you 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 take care of you. I'll take care of me. I didn't I'm, mean to I'm th- melting food with my prism. I didn't mean to think of something better than you said, and that's more useful to you because th- there's wear and tear on those objects from a lot of s- re- sources. <laughs> yeah, on yeah. That well, let's talk about those. I definitely chose them with usefulness being the prime objective. <laughs> what I take there. I take that big fucking check and I try to raft off the island. That's a huge check. Yeah. And I, that would be like the main part of the boat that I would craft. Okay. What do you think? Is that the sail? Get no, it? No, it's... <laughs> it's like the... It's like the... I think that's how, what, the surfboard part of the raft. Okay. Whatever the bottom... The, the, the raft part. Okay. The sail, I don't know what I would use. Did he even need a sail? I mean, did Hanks have a sail in Castaway? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Made a goddamn sail. He used a toilet. He's a porta potty side thing. Like he did. An aircraft toilet. He did. Also, not a true story. Castaway? Yeah. Yeah. Better movie than this. <laughs> Way better. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I just. I'd be interested to see how this does ultimately. It's doing, I think it's doing really well. I mean, that's not surprising. Um, I mean, Toy Story Four is like at f- I think it's like around five hundred million right now, all you know, worldwide, and people are thinking it's kind of a failure. I haven't seen the last two. I haven't had any inclination to. Not a big fan of. You don't like animated movies that much. I don't like. I don't like animated movies with slapstick, with a lot of slapstick and shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't like. I I. I, I I remember I went when I went to see. I don't remember what movie it was recently. I went with my daughter to see something, mm-hmm. and every commercial, every trailer was for something that was animated, and it was just a morass of the same. We probably went to a kids movie. That's it, what happens at kids. It was. Movie. I was How to Train Your Dragon two. Yeah, or three or four, whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. But which I kind of like those movies because they're sort of they're sort of just adventure stories that happen to be animated. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I think it cheapens the medium if it's just the same generic shit over and over again. And I know Pixar demands more of its audience than the rest. I just feel like it's kind of washed together at this point. But at least they're doing a live action little mermaid. Um internet uh, some of the internet up in arms because they cast an African American actress as uh, Ariel. Um 
you know, my if I zoom in, mm-hmm. we live in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby 